It's gonna take a lot to drive me away from you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What's up, guys? Yo, MBH Podcast, Money Buys Happiness. Uh, we have a crazy, crazy, crazy guest today. Obviously, if you even, it was a really bad singing, but if you heard what I was just singing, Africa, Carl Wolf, the legend, the Toronto icon, came in today, had a sick chat with him. Uh, you have to, have to, have to tune in. He tells us so many untold stories, so many things you may have never knew about him. Uh, just, you have to listen to this one. It's unreal. I fucking love Carl Wolf, man. <laughs> I, I actually love him so much, especially after this conversation, and especially because the fact that we're bringing this guy back to talk about some shit. What are we, what are we talking about? UFOs. 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 You. Uh, I'm just kidding. All right. Welcome back to the MBH podcast, Money Buys Happiness, season four, episode four. We are here with an amazing guest today. Yes, sir. Mr. Carl Wolf. What's up, bro? What up? What up? What's up? Happy man? to have you here, bro. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it took a while to get it going, but we got you I mean, in. Yeah, we yeah, got I'm you in. That, I was man. hella persistent with it. I wasn't giving up. <laughs> you were, That's you it. Were, and I finally got on my management and we took go. care of business. So That's the vibe. That's the vibe. No, we're, we're excited to have you. Um, Thank you. I don't think we really had anybody of your stature, anybody um, you know, with the experience and uh, with the accolades that you have, especially in your industry. So uh, with that being said, I feel like everyone who's going to watch watch this knows who you are but maybe just a little intro right sure yeah my name is carl wolf uh, i was born and raised in dubai grew up uh went to montreal studied you know i went to film school at concordia university and now i became a you know a producer songwriter singer uh for about 12 years 13 years now went to number one with africa it was my biggest yes. banger you know, hit. yeah yes. exactly yes. that was like 48 weeks at the top three on billboard let's go um, got nine awards 13 uh, platinum gold records and yeah that's, that's amazing <laughs> okay shit i didn't even yeah. i didn't even know this that <laughs> i'm bad. sure you're missing a bunch of shit too. i'm probably <laughs> missing some stuff but so carl you came you came into the industry like you started what 2001 2002 i think so yeah 2001 was my first award yeah, yeah. so how, how was it starting off um in terms of the industry compared to maybe how it is today yeah could you do a comparison of absolutely that? i mean i've seen you know i'm an og so i've seen the before pre social media you could yeah. say and post social media a huge difference yeah. you know especially in the way that you navigate the the, the business side yeah. um the way you distribute music all that stuff at, at the beginning it was all like really street stuff everything is hands hand-to-hand combat yeah now it's a totally different game completely yeah. you see guys who aren't even musicians per se yeah pursue you know careers in music and still make it because of their fan base you know of course, yeah. so it's a different game altogether but you know we've managed to completely you know bridge the gap and yeah we're still here, you know. I've got Getaway, my new single is still yep. going. And Huge. Yes. It's just crazy. It's just yeah. crazy. We've managed to do that. I think part of that is is the people I surround myself with. Of course. I've, got, I've kept, a lot of people don't know this, but I've kept the same management for about 13 years now. Wow. So wow. since from day one, pretty loyalty. much. Loyalty. Pascal, yeah. Absolutely. Loyalty is very important yeah. because they grow with you. Think of it like... Um, like a stock of some sort or yeah. like or like percentage at a company yeah. you know they feel like they they're invested in it invested in your career so they want to grow with you it's yeah. not just okay let me get a manager to a lot of people want to piggyback off of someone course. to yes. you know kind of step all over people yeah. and just win and keep yeah. winning and that's fine i could have probably been bigger yeah. if if i would do that but but you know what in life it's always a ebb and flow and there's always a down and when you're going down who who's going to be around you and a lot of artists who've fell off it's because they didn't have that loyalty yeah you know that what I'm circle saying? Yeah. that circle right and, so and we see a lot of artists too that don't have it and and 
either they end up just being guided in the wrong direction or, or you know, being an, art, being an artist is hard and, and you is. need that team, right? Because there's so many moving parts besides the actual art itself, Everything is right? team. Here's the thing. You got to know, you got to spearhead everything. So yeah. the Carl Wolf projects from day one have always been my brainchild. I, I, you know, people would laugh at me at the beginning when my name was Carl Abu Samah, you know, my, my real Lebanese name. And I would say, yo, I'm changing it to Carl Wolf. I'm going to go with a K instead of a C and go Wolf because I used to be called that when I was... Uh, in the high school basketball team, they would call me the wolf. I was the shortest, <laughs> fastest guy on the <laughs> And there was Teen Wolf the movie. Yeah. So it was a whole thing. And people would be like, oh, you're an artist. What, what, what kind of name is Carl Wolf? And, yeah. and I'm like, man, I had a vision for it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, but you gotta, you gotta be able to ha- surround yourself with good people, a good team, and, and keep them with you. And, and that takes a lot of respect. So you gotta show respect. I respect my guys more than like, I, I, I almost have no self-respect for me, but I wanna show respect to them yeah. yeah you know that's really important and you got to show that they're very valuable to you of course because they got to feel like yo i'm part of this team right yeah. so i think that's part of what how people get successful i would i would think drake probably has the same people around him yeah you know with the weekend have yes. the same people around him anybody who's successful has to have a team that believes in him and stays with him you can tell yeah they, they're always like you know the more successful people always right. go back and be like yo i was with these guys since they won or didn't switch up whatever that's i it. feel like probably a lot of artists they're looking at it and saying like because i feel like as an artist uh, like you you like especially nowadays they feel the need to like pop off right away like if, right. if my first single doesn't doesn't yeah. hit the radio it's and like, I don't go viral then like I'm not successful it's like a pressure it's like, that they feel because they've seen other people go viral or yeah. you know those those rare occasions and they're just like okay that's how I'm gonna do it I'm not gonna waste 10 years building something that's and, the problem with the, yeah. the, this day and age man with social media it's really tough yeah. Yeah. even guys like me even guys who've made it you know you, yeah. you, you, you watch some other and you're like dude how are you getting 32 million followers like yeah. what is that like yeah what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? It seems so, like unreal. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so it almost deters you. Like I know a lot of people have anxieties from social yeah. media. Yeah. You know, and that affects everyone. Yeah. You know, because you, every, you know, everyone who looks, there's always someone who looks up to someone else. Yes. So everybody, let's say I look up to whatever, some artist or whatever. He looks up to, because he wants to be as big as Jay-Z. And yeah. Jay-Z is thinking, I want to be the biggest mogul. So it never ends. Men and, yeah. you know, like human beings actually just want to get better and better and better and greater, whatever they're looking for. Yeah. So you're never satisfied. So there's never really an end game. Yeah. You know? And that, I think Jim Carrey prefaced that in, in, in some of his speeches yeah. recently, right? He yes. mentioned something about, look, I'm famous, I'm rich. Like, yeah. it means nothing, guys. Don't, stop chasing some yeah. random thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it makes sense. Obviously, we want to be comfortable and have security for our family for the future and build wealth somehow because it feels better and it and it's but it's it really 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 is not everything yeah. so so w- would you say that you had this same mindset when you started off or is this something that you came <laughs> to learn because I want, I want to talk a little bit about when you when you were beginning as well so a, a, what was your mindset when you started right. and kind of how did you even get into it because you said yeah. you went to film school yeah. So, like, walk us through that, I guess. Well, definitely wasn't the same. You know, at the beginning of my career, I mean, you dream, you're younger, you're just like, man, I want to grab it, I want to go, you know? Mm -hmm. And But I think the, the fight... The focus stays the same. It's just that your your motivations for getting there are slightly changed, yeah. and that's what you got to do. You got to almost because as you grow older, right? With everything in time, you know, an artist was interesting to you, and then you know, I've got, I used to have friends who were all about my music, yeah. Africa, Yalla Habibi, and then yeah. and now they're into like some other shit, you know. Yeah. So that so the new generation is starting to discover me and with my new music, but the older fans or yeah. my older friends who used to like my music yeah. are not into me no more. Yeah. They yeah. got families, they got other yeah. stuff. Yeah. They're not interested. Yeah. 
What you gotta be able to do is continue focusing, laser focus on your goals, even though your motivations might change. I want, you know, the Lambo, the this, the that, the girls, the, you know, but now it's like my parents, my family, I wanna make sure they're good, they have a house, they got, you know, but, yeah. but at least you're laser focused on what you need to do yeah. to get there. Of course. And that should be the same, I think. Yeah, and that's kinda, I think, where I'm at. So in terms of, let's say, your creative process, um, because being a, a music artist can be difficult at times, you have to, yeah. The consistency aspect to it is so important and, and a lot of artists do struggle with that, but I feel like you've been super consistent. Right. Um, so how have you been able to maintain that creativity um, and maintain that consistency in an industry that's forever changing, it looks like? It, it, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. that's, that's you, you nailed it. It's forever changing. You have to be able, I think, to, to constantly adapt. You can't think like you got to know that you are expendable and you are a dinosaur, potentially. You have yeah. the capability of being a dinosaur, yeah. someone who like, you know, prehistoric. Yeah. We don't care about Carl Wolf, that's a has-been, that's Africa's done. I mean, yeah. you had a hit once and that's it. Yeah. You can't think like that and you cannot, you can't, um, a lot of people do this, oh, these, are you listening to what's happening in hip hop? Like, what the hell is it? Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Once you start doing that, yeah. you've lost the game. Of course. Because True. they're calling the shots on that. Yeah. The new, the new generation is coming up with, it's their world. Yeah. Yeah. You got to fit in their world now on some level. Of, of course. course. You could take the experience and some of the musicality that I know of and add some crazy, you know, yeah. melodic stuff that they don't know. Yeah. But you got to fit in their world. Of course. Mm -hmm. And that's something a lot of people kind of forget and then that they start to fall off yeah so in terms of fitting in their world and i've seen you do a lot of this especially throughout the pandemic you've been very active on socials you're putting your 2 a.m sessions out yeah. regularly which is dope so how have how i don't know why i'm awake in the day like, <laughs> yeah. it's really weird. like i was gonna say it's like, I feel like, a, yeah. feel like a like a vampire yeah, yeah. so, so how did that come about? Was that something where it's like, okay, you know what? I'm doing this in order to adapt to the current generation. And um, this is something I need to do. So you, you do, in this industry, you, you do have to have some cal kind of calculating brain. Okay. I'm not just artist left, left brain or, or yeah. whatever it is. I'm, I'm both. Yeah. I literally think, you know, business, um, creative, I think both. And yeah. you have to, you have to in order, it's, it's a fine line to draw because you don't want to be too calculating either and too, it, it seems too generic and like, okay, you're just obviously chasing something, but you have to do both. Yeah. You gotta be super creative, but super business smart. Yeah. And you know, with TikTok, I was like, yo, so what's this TikTok? What's going yeah. on? I mean, people are going on like, ah, it's for kids. I don't do that. I'm like, I don't give what do you mean for kids? <laughs> yeah. like, this shit is crazy. So, it's yeah. making millions. Network. Look, can I swear? Yeah. I don't even know what's the deal here. Can I swear? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, of course. <laughs> so it's crazy, right? So I'm like, okay, how do I fit in this? Yeah, yeah. You gotta, so I studied it. I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta study this shit. I think Gary Vee was the one who said <laughs> of that course. to me. Yes. He was like, um, you gotta go on TikTok. Yeah. Like, come on, this is, yeah. the, this is the future. Of course. When he said it, and this was like three years ago or whatever, yeah. I was like, fuck, I gotta go on this. Okay, no problem, I got it. So I started studying. Okay, I see a lot of girls, titties, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's my algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I realized? Love just that. side note, yeah. I asked some girlfriends of mine at the time, I'm like, you guys just constantly see ass and tits? Yeah. Like, is that what's going on? Yeah. She's like, no, I see guys with abs. And like, I'm like, what? Algorithm. I've never yeah, seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, never. Yeah. So algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was studying that. I'm like, okay, dancing, dancing, dancing. I'm like, man, I'm not a dancer vibe, man. Let me just try something. Yeah. Let me do something crazy, you know? So I started doing some funny things at the beginning, you know, just like comedy stuff, whatever. Yeah. And then I went, I did this dance thing for when the COVID hit. Yeah. And I was like, just stay home. I had this, you know, it was uh, Doja Cat's 
say so. Okay. And I did stay home. Dull. You know, I want you to stay home. Yeah. 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 And, and it, that went viral, right? There so I was go. like, I was always getting like 300, 1,000 views, yeah. whatever. I was yeah. like, what is this? I'm Carl. Yeah, like, yeah. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Nobody gives a yet. shit. Yeah. yeah. Because that new generation doesn't care about of Carl. Of course. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I did that. And it went to like 100,000, 120, 120, 130. I was like, whoa, okay, people just started going viral. Yeah. We had 60,000 videos of it like being done. Yes. Everybody was dancing to stay home because at the beginning of the pandemic, people weren't sure. You know, yeah, like, was the vibe. Yeah, the fuck, yeah, yeah. What are we doing? You yeah, know? Yeah. It's like, fuck, stay home. If they yeah. stay home. Just do it for a little bit. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my whole thing. That worked. So I continued that. I, I said, okay, you know what? Let me try something else. So what I, obviously it wasn't just dancing. I yeah. created my own version of that song. Yes, so it was kind of like a remix with a little bit of a clever idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Boom. So two things and then it worked. Yeah. So I started doing some of that. Um, and then I had a big one too, which was, um, oh man, what was it? It was an Arabic one that I did. God, I can't remember. Yeah. It was huge. It was like yeah. seven, eight million now wow. on TikTok. On. Yeah, it was... Um, 50-50. It was okay. called 50-50. Okay. So basically, it's an Egyptian woman okay. um, who who just, I, I, in Egypt, was just doing an interview. Yeah. And she was like, I don't understand the English, but I speak uh, English 50-50. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's a crazy hook. So yeah. I put music to it. Yeah. I, I, you know, I can't remember the hook, but it was like, of course. You know, I don't speak English 50-50. And then it went viral. Wow. It went crazy. People went crazy. Yeah. People so in Egypt, in the Middle East. Yeah. And they re even in Russia, like, yeah. like just people all over the world started remaking that video you know with my with my yes. sound yeah at that point i'm like man how do i monetize this i'm a business guy yeah. okay now we've managed to understand the public on social media of on course. tiktok we yeah. know what to do it's yeah. funny it's it's catchy catchy yeah okay and it's remixes of yeah. things okay i know what's going on how do we monetize <laughs> yeah. okay we gotta make money yeah, yeah, i mean there's seven million eight million mm. people fucking doing this okay so what i thought was why not? Why not do a, a remix to it, like an actual song? Yeah. So how do we how do we monetize through Spotify and through our digital DSPs? Of course. So I made the song. I actually produced the record. I could do everything myself. So yeah. COVID yeah. never affected me that way because yeah. I've always been producer. You've been doing well, you know that. Like, I produce yeah. Africa, Yalla Habibi, wow. all these things. In fact, I shot all my music videos. I directed them all. So and we wow. used a thirty-five millimeter film. It wasn't like Red today, where yeah. you just, where you know the deal, right? Yeah. You just edit it on digital. Of course. We had to and get them developed with Kodak, yeah, yeah. ten thousand dollars just to develop the wow, real. That's it was crazy, crazy shit. So, so I did that, and, and we put it out on on DSPs, and then we got a deal in Russia. We got a deal in thing because it was it was actually charting yeah. a song fifty fifty or whatever. I, oh God, what was the? It was called something else. Oh, that's crazy. I can't remember the, the yeah. name. God, it's on Spotify. Can I check yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I yeah, pull it, it up. I'm actually curious. That's crazy though. Yeah, it was. It wasn't called fifty fifty. That's crazy. Just take a hook and, and mix it, and exactly. TikTok will fucking eat it. Well, that's well, that, that's the whole like, the algorithm thing, right? And as soon as it starts to go, it starts to go. But it, it's actually interesting that you popped off like in speaking other English. other places. Speaking English. There you Why go. can I think of that? Okay. Yeah. Speaking English. So so there you go. So I, I produced that, put it out on DSPs, and we started monetizing that. Yeah. So at that point, I'm like, okay, it, and it didn't do. So I reached out to Spotify. What we do usually is we have really good uh, connections with Spotify and diff different digital, you know, throughout my career. I, I know the, like the head of A&R there and whatever. So I hit him up and I said, yo, I got this thing on TikTok. It's blowing up. It's yeah. crazy. It's like huge. Let's, let's put it, let's give it some, you know, good playlists on Spotify. He wrote me back. He's like, Carl, it's, but it's not a song song. I'm like, you, you make fucking great songs. Yeah. Like, we need, I'm like, but how? But I don't get it. So what? It's it's huge. It's viral. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not the whole idea. The point? Yeah. Yeah. So there was some education there. You know, yeah. you can't just make a viral comedy thing and expect to monetize it. You know, on Spotify and it'll work because songs are different. Yeah. yeah. So that was another learning curve right there, and so that made me 
start working in studio. And I'm like, you know what? Let me try showing people how I make songs and how I've always produced all my records yeah. in studio. Yeah. And I do them pretty quick. Yeah. I'm very quick with everything. Of course. So I showed it with, with a house track that I've never done in my life. I'm not a, I'm, I'm an R&B guy. Yeah. So I did a house track for fun. I was just showing, yo, let's start with the kick, 122 yeah. BPM, yeah. Uh, bass, a little hi-hat. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then I have this hook. Blew up. Two. Yeah. Blew yeah. Up. That was now the first one like I saw. Now it's like we were almost gold. That yeah. was the first one I saw. Yeah. yeah. And we monetized that. Yeah. yeah. So that, was a real, that was a real track, essentially. That's it. Right? It, it was a song. The, yes. And people fell in love with how I produced the thing. And now I've got a career on TikTok as well. Yeah. It's just great. That's crazy, man. <laughs> That's what a crazy. world. So, eh? okay. So now going back to it, yeah. do you think it's, it's easier to create now than it was in the past? Right. Different. Different. It's different. totally different. You know why? Because there wasn't competition back then. Yeah. Okay. So my talents or whatever if i'm good at something which is music and, and creating that sort of thing and producing everything and making it happen and putting our record out was was i had more chances mm -hmm. so if i did a big record it would it would be noticed right pretty quick yeah right now it could also be noticed pretty quick that's the thing it's yeah. really tricky it depends how good your record is of course and how good your song is is charting on tiktok or, or like uh, going yeah. viral on tiktok of course as simple as that you yeah. know something because I, I noticed there's certain you know new artists that just come up they're in their car yeah. like a girl you know <laughs> yeah. let's say jessia for example yeah she yeah. was i don't know if you know her but she's got a song called uh, yes. i'm not pretty yes right she's yes. in her car and she goes i'm not pretty I'm just fine. Da, da. Yeah. Everyone went crazy and they just go crazy. Now I can't do that. Yeah. So you gotta almost follow your own art and your yeah. own style. You can't yeah. copy. So I I couldn't do that. I couldn't be in a car and just come up with some crazy hook because her talent is probably lyrics and, and women empowerment. Yeah. So what's Carl Wolf? What are you? Are you crazy? You know what you did in the clubs a long time ago? Like, come on. You know you can't. You know. So, so even I guess, though I am about that. So, but, so course, I guess so it's course. like it's like you still gotta be true to who you are, but it's the right. way that you put it out. Exactly. That, that's kind of now, I guess, where it differs from 10 years ago, 15 years ago to today. Absolutely. I mean, you know what? It's, it's so different. You just have to know it. It's, I, want, I want to be able to communicate it right now. Yeah. But it's really difficult. I think you just got to chase uh, what you, first of all, what you're great at. Yeah. What you're great at. What people go, oh my God, wow, you're an amazing at this. Whatever your friends tell you yeah. you're great at, go for it. And then at that point, calculate a little bit. Come yeah. up with some smart ideas. And then, and then the next step would be how do you monetize that? Yeah. You know, some like like comedians would be something different. Maybe they go on tour and yeah. they do something because that's a good idea of too, course. right? You just get crazy on TikTok and then you do a tour. Of course. Musicians, it's sort of I, I guess sort of the same thing, but we monetize on Spotify and digital. So that's another that's a big chunk of our money that comes in. Like COVID times, yeah. we didn't have a concert. Of course, I didn't mm. have concerts for two years, bro. Yeah. How do you think we're yeah. making money? I have a whole team. I know. But, yeah. You know, so we've got to ten feed, people working yeah. with us. How are we going to do that? Mm -hmm. Luckily, we have. I write all my songs and produce all my songs. So there's money ch checks coming in every two weeks from Africa from all my records wow. in the past. I know. That's I amazing. Know, I know. Bro. So I'm, that's why I did that getaway. That's a blessing. So that we can yeah. It's a blessing. I'm, I'm actually curious um, because I, I just wanted to. I'm sure some people will be interested to know. What is that payment structure? What does that look like from Spotify? How does that work? Is it based on streams? You're following? Like, what's that situation? You don't have to be so specific to your numbers, but yeah. more just on like how that payment structure works. Because I've always wondered, like, you know, five million streams on a song, sure. 100 million. 
What the fuck does that equate to right. dollar-wise? Right. So it, it, there is a there is a, a like a, a formula. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it's Spotify. It, okay. Let me go back. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day, it was you buy one. Let's say before streaming. Let's say iTunes times. Yeah. iTunes was let's say a dollar ninety-nine. Okay. Or let's say make to make it easy, a dollar. Okay. Yeah. And then so every every time you buy a song, it's a dollar. Uh, now with streaming, it's it's a hundred fifty streams equals one sale one iTunes sale. So that uh, means because they I think the way they they decided that is a fan when they buy a song their average time of listening is is about 150 plays. Okay. So okay. they kind of estimate oh, nice, that if nice. you buy a song it's 150 streams. Cool. So that's how it's calculated. So if you have 5 million you make the math. You just 5 million divided by 150 yeah. to know how many sales okay. of singles you had. Wow. That's it. Exactly. Interesting. And that's a dollar. So if yes. you own all the dollar, which is not always the case, of course, because there's TuneCore. You could do it with DistroKid and TuneCore and whatnot. Mm -hmm. You can own everything. You just pay the, the membership pay fee, fee or whatever, yeah. and you get that dollar, right? So of for course. example, but if you're with a label, they give you 20%. They keep 80% because they're putting the marketing of course. in. Or you do a, gen, a joint venture, which is 50-50. Yeah. There's so many ways yeah. to do it. Interesting. You got. You have to think of what you want, when you, especially when you're structuring a deal with a label, because yeah. they could put tons of money in marketing and promotion they can blow you up but does that mean you make money yeah so what fame does not equal money of course you gotta be able to be a businessman and know in advance how you want to structure your business even early on yeah i'll, I'll give you a quick story yeah of course. Okay. Please, please africa yeah at the time this was we're talking 2006 <laughs> 2007 2007 2008 something like yeah. that so i produced the record Obviously, it's a remake, yeah. right? So I had to go buy the rights from Toto. I, I reached out to them for two years. They wouldn't answer me. Wow. I had the song done. It was done completely. Um, finally, they responded, you know, because they had to ask all the writers and whatever. They were in different countries in the world, Burma wow. and some other place. Finally, I got a response from the publisher. Okay, fine, no problem. It'll cost you X thousands of dollars to buy the rights, whatever, for your new song, Africa by Carl Wolf. Yeah. And that is, um, I own only 25%. They own 85%. So even though I paid for it, whatever, I had to pay and give them 85%. Wow. Right. So, sorry, 75% and I kept 25%. Um, so this whole time, I've only had 25% of that song and, and I made a good amount of money yeah, yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. So I could just imagine what they did. Right? Of course. They did triple what That's I did. Crazy, okay? Yeah. So, crazy. You know, so, and at the time, nobody wanted to sign that record. Everybody, all the labels were like, nah, you know, who's doing remakes? Uh, you know, at the time it was just like, maybe P Diddy was doing something and yeah. maybe Sean Paul did one thing, but that's okay. it. And they were like, you don't have, you don't have like a big star like Sean Paul on the record. You just have some other, you know, reggae dude on it. Yeah. And all, so we don't want to sign it. So every label said, no, 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 no. I was like, man, I gotta, so I borrowed more money. I went, got more money to, to produce a video. I bought the rights to it. I said, you know what? I believe in this record, man. I just yeah. believe it, dude, it's a smash. Yeah. All in. This, by the way, guys, it's the same record you hear today that's number one, whatever. It's <laughs> yeah. the same one. Yeah. It hasn't changed. Yeah. But they all said no. Wow. That's why you gotta believe. You gotta you gotta really feel and believe in your shit. Yeah. You know. So I put the money, I made it happen, and obviously it blew up. At that point, the labels came to me, you know. Okay. So EMI came to me and said, "Listen, we we feel bad." You know, <laughs> they're like, do. yeah, 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 sure. We should have. They're like, the times have changed yeah, now. You yeah. know, rhythmic radio is playing rhythm songs like rhythmic records. I'm like, whatever, dude. I knew yeah. it was a hit from day one, but fine. So they're like, "Do we want a, an artist deal now?" I yeah. said, "100 percent. Send me the record." So they sent me this, the contract. Sorry, signed it immediately. I didn't even think twice. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna play hardball. I'm okay. just gonna sign it. Yeah. A week later, I was I was like number one. 
a week Crazy. later. That's the power of the label. So I was number 32 before I signed the deal, but we, we were climbing. I mean, we were yeah. about to hit like top 20. Yeah. yeah. And then once I signed it with them, 10 days later or something, we were number one. We were selling 15,000 like actual singles a week. Jesus. She was like, and that's heavy at the time, like 15,000. No, we were just going, you know, it was like. So, you know, so after believing in it that much, like right. you gave it all, your all, you went all in. So here's the thing. Yeah. So here's where the business part comes in. I, so the deal that I structured with, with Canada, with you know, it was EMI, but then Universal bought out yeah. EMI, was not, totally in my favor okay you understand it was a 20 80 okay so they i got 20 percent. they got 80 however for the whole out al- that was for the whole album but i did make and i, I couldn't believe this happened because <laughs> there was a big discrepancy with with the, like the societies of authors and composers like socan and whatever yeah. mm-hmm. they came to us and they're like okay but there's this big huge chunk of money that's that's stay that's sitting down and we, we can't give it to you or we can't give it to universal because universal is pretty much saying that's theirs mm-hmm. and i'm like but no that's mine i'm i i own the masters yeah they're like they're saying that they own the masters i'm like what the hell no no so yeah. i looked back into the contracts of from course. 2007 yeah i couldn't believe what a tenacious son of a bitch i was i said everything you can take master except africa that's mine i own it Stop. they sent all the money to me right away i swear that's to god wow. i swear to god let's go this you young that's a gut yeah, that's a gut yeah, yeah, yeah. i knew it because i knew that song how you're gonna you want to sign this but you don't even believe it it's my record i yeah. knew it yeah. and i couldn't believe i did that they opened the, the gates floodgates yeah. so when this up. happens with africa and, and now you're starting to see this fucking quick success like right off the bat what's going on through your head Unbelievable! Un- yeah. I, I couldn't even believe that it was happening to me because yeah. you dream, you dream of, of course of, yeah. of, of success in this industry, right? You you don't you don't forecast failure. Yeah. You can't. You're you're, you're so excited. You yeah. want to win, and you're, you're gonna win, yeah. right? And then, but when it happens, and you're actually number one, and I was I remember being in, at eTalk, whatever, and it, they yeah. were used to the live eTalk, yeah. like it's a TV show. Of I don't course. know. Yeah. yeah. So and they came to me, the whole team, the whole EMI crew from like the representatives the executives yeah. everything came with like gold records wow. or platinum i can't remember yeah. and and they were like surprised me they're like and i saw my manager i'm like what they're like they're all here surprise i'm like and they gave me it live that's oh my amazing my first gold record for me for carl wolf Not, yeah. i used to be a producer before so i'd write songs for others yeah. and we went gold platinum yeah like crazy i already had like five million sold by yeah. as a, albums as a producer of course but Carl Wolf, this is my art. Like, yeah. no, nobody cared about me. No one really believed in me. Yeah. So th- that moment, I was about to like break down. Like, I, you know, I kept it together, you know. But I'm like, <laughs> dude, this is. I can't believe it's happening to me. It's really, really cool, man. When it yeah. actually happens, but you gotta also know that it'll die quick of too. Course, yeah. You gotta be able to keep it going, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that's been that's always been like part of my goal, you know. Just keep has, going. Has there ever been a thought in your mind like this is? I guess more recently after Africa, was there right. ever a time when you're like. Yo, I don't know if I'll be able to top that right, shit. Right, right, like, right. yo, like, because no. that could be a thought. Like, no, no, no. you're just like I'm on to no. the next. Now. I, the problem is, I believe in myself and what yeah. I do and my team too much. You know, it's the public telling me, yeah. dude, chill the fuck out. You're yeah. just a guy with Africa. You know, yeah. Yeah, people yeah, would yeah. say that. You're just, you're, you know, one hit wonder, Carl Wolf. I'm like, yeah. one hit wonder after what? Twelve 
yeah. gold records. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, who are platinum and gold. Like, yeah. at what point are you going to say I'm not a one hit wonder? That's just you know? the haters. Yeah, but, dude, you know what's crazy is they used to say that day one yeah. from Africa. Oh, I hurt my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's how serious Day one, bro. <laughs> from day one with Africa, they used to say the same shit. Yeah. They're like, you're just a one hit wonder. I'm like, and it just came out, you know, because when you have the spotlight on you, yeah. the hate is on you too. Yes. And it's especially a new artist coming out. Yeah. I have my, you know, my, my shirtless thing. I was always yeah. Carl Wolf coming out. And people were like, who the fuck is yeah. this guy <laughs> coming out of nowhere? Um, it was funny. It was funny to see, you know. Yeah. But but then with, with hate comes a lot of love too. Of course. Um, and remember, it was in the cusp of YouTube breaking too. Yes. So I was one of the first videos on YouTube. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it was like a lot. Of, that was the birth yeah. of haters. The birth. Yeah. Carl Wolf is ugly. He's short. Wow. He's this. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Am I that bad? I used to go to my mom. Mom, am I okay? Because yeah, yeah. when I look in, I'm like, I'm okay. Yeah. I don't see what you guys are saying, bro. You're yeah. Stud. Like, who's this Mexican guy? Who's this? I'm, like, I'm Arabic. I'm, Le I'm Lebanese. What? You know what? I gotta change. I gotta let them know that I'm Arabic and Lebanese. So I started making Yalla Habibi. It's my yeah. other. That's when I Which went is national. My favorite track. That, ever since I went, sort of to my culture. Yeah. It opened a whole new world to like me. Fans. Oh yeah. my God! It, yeah. That made me Mr. International at that yeah. point. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just Canadiana. It was like, okay, this guy's got like exoticness going, yes. Yes. going on, and he's not afraid to show it. Yeah. I think that bravery at the time, and there was another artist, Masari, at the Masari, time. Of course. You, yeah. know, <laughs> you know, so I can't believe we came up at the same time, yeah. and we were both like Lebanese Canadian working on some Arabic R&B. Yeah. Without knowing, so it was like a parallel universe. Of course. And there was always a tiff for tat, tiff yeah. for tat yeah. thing. You know, sure. they, they're like, you know, and I was like, you know. But then, they, <laughs> but then you know, but then here we are, you know, and, and we kind of, you know, squashed that beef, I guess, yeah. or whatever, you know, you, with those you, guys. You, you even went and like shot a video. You shot in Dubai for, yes. for yeah. Yala Habibi, right? Absolutely. That track was cra bro, crazy. The, the Yala Habibi, track. I directed that. Yeah, right. amazing, so, amazing. Quick story with that as well. Look, if I'm talking a lot, no, let me no, know. No, no, I got stories. Because I got stories. Okay, so Yalla Habibi, we shot in Dubai. Um, a really interesting thing that happened. So I produce everything. That means I executively produce and produce and direct. So edit at the end as well. So yeah. I did pretty much everything. But, yeah. but I really, what I, especially with this one, um, I wanted something that, you know, a lot of artists, especially rappers and things, were like, you know, on the come up and they were like, okay, I got this car, I got that, I got this, I got that. You know, at the time, that was the kind of game, yeah. you know, yeah. now it's a different sort of game. Maybe it's a little bit still there, but it's not as much there anymore, yeah, right? Yeah, it's about yeah. real depth and, and other, other meanings. So I was like, okay. So I connected because I grew up there. I had good friends, you know, in high places, you know. Yeah. And they were like, Carl, what do you need? What do you need? You know, remember at the beginning, it's like, yo, Carl Wolf is representing Arabs and whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, let me show you what's up. And I'm like, I, I, I could, he's like, do you want my helicopter? You know, I'm like, yeah, I was down. Say, a fucking do, you, helicopter. Do, you, do you want Bugatti? Like, it's, I'm like, dude, nobody has a Bugatti. Yeah. Yes, I'm the yeah. first guy. Yeah. Yeah. Before Lil Wayne. Before yeah, these, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I want yeah. Bugatti. Yeah. Okay, I want, the, I want the boat. I want the Bugatti. I want the yacht. I want yeah. everything. So I'm like, this video is going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be lit. And I'm going to direct it because I know what I want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, at the time, my dad was handling my management. So my dad was handling some of my books and whatever, whatever. He still handles my books as a bookkeeper. He's retired, but I keep him in the company. You know I love what I mean? That. Yeah, I love of course, that. of course. Yeah. He keeps active, man. When they retire, it's yeah, like yeah. they feel like you know. So I remember getting this offer. They're like, okay, Carl. My dad called me. He's like, yo. So they want to pay fifteen thousand US for this GT, whatever, some other car, maybe Infinity or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's the latest one and they want it in the video, but they want exclusivity. They want you not to have any other car, oh, but shit. that one, but they'll give you 15,000 US. And at the time I was like, 15,000, are you kidding me? They'll, yeah. make, they'll kill my videos, I love this. Yeah. 
But I, but guess what? I said no. The Bugatti. I said yeah, because the Bugatti, the Bugatti is going to have power yeah. on social media for a long time. Yeah. And I knew that yeah. other people would take the money. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. I, I know the money is good and we can use it. And it was hard to figure out. Of but course. I'm like, but I want to be like, I want to be that guy. Yeah. I got to be that guy. I mean, I got a big thing. So why are people watching my video if they see a GT? Who the fuck cares? Yeah. What? Because it's Carl Wolf? No. Yeah. yeah. You got to give them something. Yeah. And I gave them that Bugatti before anybody else did. And then after that, everybody was like, Bugatti, Bugatti. This was yeah. in 2007 when I shot yeah, that. Jesus. Yes, yeah. man. Yeah. I'll never so, forget what the fucking uh, helicopter, but it's just such a legendary yeah. video. Like, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> crazy. And I'm curious, how did, okay, so obviously you're saying, you know, the whole Canadian thing, and now, now you're, you know, a little more international, right? Right. right. How did it ever how did it translate from a standpoint of like American the right. American market did, right. did did you do very well there did you find it didn't do too well there? Like, right. what was that situation like we have pockets in in America of, of like niche fans okay. okay we've never broken in America in a big way okay and I think that's the one difference between me and the Drakes and the weekends and the Biebers you know we're, we're obviously they're in a different stratosphere we're in a stratosphere right so we're, this is our challenge. It's yeah. been, is it the Arabic thing? Is it a Middle Eastern thing? Are people changing their minds now? Are we slowly opening up the doors yeah. to that? Yeah. So it could have been either or, we don't know, you know? Because yeah. obviously it was blown up in Canada, in the Middle East, in Japan. I had number one in Japan. We sold a million records of, yeah, in Japan. So, so I've had Europe, uh, Czech Republic, Poland. We've had, yeah. you know, pockets of other countries. Mm -hmm. But the States, we never broke fully. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it could be management issues, it could be there's many things that we go through in our minds. Yeah. Could it be the management? We didn't have management out there. You know, uh, maybe timing. Is it, yeah. you know, what kind of artist are you that, yeah. that connects there? Yeah. But I feel now with what I'm doing with Getaway and with everything, most of my fans are American. Yeah, and plus so with the online world It's as online well. world. Yeah. It's kind of changing and moving and they're discovering me. So I, I, we just signed a deal with a, a new management and publisher in the States. So now yes. things are opening. I can't believe it now in my career. Yeah. I'm yeah. finally... But it's good. Maybe, you know, they needed to see there's a history to Carl yeah, Wolf. Yeah. And what's your history? We've got seven albums for them to listen to once we have a super smash in yeah, the US. Yeah. We need one big yeah, record. Yeah, just to get you know? in the door. Yeah. That's it. And once you're there, it's going to be game over. But we, I didn't get my chance yet for that. Yeah. So I think that's coming and it's very close. It's bubbling. Yeah. So I'm excited. So when it happens, I'll I come back. I respect that. I respect <laughs> that, though. I respect that a lot, man. That you're just like, you're still like, fuck it. I'm, I'm still going to keep going. I'm still mm -hmm. going to press because yeah. I'm going to get that that's smash. It. Like, that's and that's something, too. Like, you even mentioned you were brought up in the music industry with the, with, with some of the OGs, yeah. right? Like you're talking yeah. about, even you brought up Masari. Like yeah. there was yeah. there was Sean Desmond at the time. There's a bunch of people in the city uh, doing their things. But shout out Sean Desmond, man. He's oh, a great guy. He'll be on he's here too in a couple, oh, nice. in a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. That's yeah. my boy, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's, he's dope, man. And, yeah. and um, excited to hear his story. But Absolutely. being a part of that group as well. Um, how how does that feel? Being part of like let's say the OGs and yeah. now looking back now, but. Yeah. Also, besides that, you're one of the only ones, in my opinion, right. um, to still stay relevant, right. right? So do you think that those OGs helped shape what we are today in Toronto in the music industry? Did it help people? Yeah. Uh, did it make it easier for the music industry today to kind of get out there? And I think a lot of yeah. artists did. Um, you want to take credit, bro? Do you want to take credit? No, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting, waiting <laughs> right? for you to finish. I got something. <laughs> right? like, um, so no, that's pretty much what I want to yeah. ask you, just about that, being a part of that and now seeing it now and, and maybe even comparing it to some people that were there with you at the time. Right. 
it, the way I see it, and I've thought about this before, yeah. you know, and it only hits me. I, I never thought that. I, I never, you know, you don't, I'm, you know, it depends on the personality of someone. Yeah. For me, I'm not the type to kind of go, oh, I changed the game and whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even think it's like that. Sometimes yeah. I even, I'm surprised when someone says hi to me on the street. Yeah. So it, it you know, I'm, I'm living my life. I'm You're trying humble, to live, boy. I'm trying to live <laughs> yeah. a good life yeah. and, and yeah. you know, be happy myself. Of course. You know? It's not about just fame. I want to yeah. take care of my family and, of and future generational wealth and whatever. Yeah. So, but I did hear from many, many people in the industry who are now artists who are up who are up and coming who are up and coming now who tell me you changed my you know you, you affected and influenced me as a kid growing it's up amazing, bro. and and i loved africa i loved Yala habibi i mean it's really it's so primal and connecting to all these people yeah. more than that more more than i know yeah, yeah. so I, I'm sure that there was a lot of, we've sort of paved the way. And when I say we, I mean me, Sean, Masari, let's say, and, and Drake and yeah. like other guys. Because you, you gotta understand, Drake is not super young either. He's no. kind of in, he's what, 31, 32 yeah, now? Yeah, 32, 33, yeah. So he's like, yeah, so he was kind of, I remember him watching me uh, perform at the Stylus Awards or something. Okay. It was a hip hop awards. Yeah. And I, I had Yalla Habibi. Yeah. And he was there. He came in with his crew. So he was already Drake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, came in. Everyone's like, oh my God, Drake, Drake, Drake. And I was singing Yalla Habibi, yeah. winning an yeah. award. And then the song stopped and it was a whole fucking nightmare. Jeez. But anyways, I had to sing it a cappella at the time. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, it, was, nice. it was like a test or something. <laughs> I don't know what they were yeah. trying to test me yeah. on. So I remember that moment. So, you know, we were all kind of in the same time, right? Yeah. Even the weekend, you would think, you know, the weekend that came after us, you know, because now his popularity is huge, but his whole crew, that whole, the CP, Belly, all yeah. these guys who are XO now, yeah. you know, I was signed with those guys for a while. Oh, People wow. don't know that. I, I was signed that, yeah. for six months. We, we kind of did a deal. You yeah. know what I mean? So I know Sal and all these guys very, yeah. very well. And, you know, it was a good experience. You know, it was just a learning experience for me. And I just moved to my, I went, and that's when Africa, you know, that's yeah. when I took Africa to the next level. Of course. But all, I think all this has, have influenced the, the music game especially in Canada yeah. you know because if you think about it at the time labels and radio stations were telling me we can't play your song it's too urban yeah. we can't play your song it's too R&B which is crazy it's, yeah. too, it's too rhythmic it's bro crazy. they would say my stuff Carl Wolf the nice love making music yeah, yeah. It's, 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 I'm like are you kidding me this is like pop is pop yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but at the time it wasn't so yeah. we changed the landscape of that mm -hmm. you know so we were part of changing the of landscape course. of that it's huge, Damn, man. Yeah, um, yeah. I want to talk about even, we spoke about even off camera a little bit, just um, younger artists um, that maybe you even reach out to, that you mentor, that ask for right. advice. Um, what do you find with the, with the artists nowadays of our generation? Do you find that they're struggling with things? Like when I look at it, um, I find a lot of artists won't adapt. Um, sometimes there's an ego there too, where it's yeah. like, they'll make some sort of music first yeah. and they're like, well, that's me. I'm not going to do no TikTok right. shit. I'm not doing no right. reels. Right. Like, that's not me. So do you see that a lot in, in our generation? I do. But yeah. here's, here's the other thing. So I was managing uh, like three, four artists a while back. Like yeah. at, the, at, at the growth of Carl Wolf, I started saying, you know what? I want to expand. Yeah. Let mm -hmm. me start managing artists. Yeah. Sort of a mistake for me because okay. we kind of diluted. Remember when I, when I took a dip a little bit? Yeah. It was because I was managing artists. Yeah. And we weren't focused on the breadwinner, which is Carl Wolf. We bring in the money. Carl Wolf brings in the business. Yeah. And then we were just kind of like, okay, let's help other artists. You yeah. got to be careful with that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was very instrumental in mentoring artists, you know? Okay. We had four young artists, man, and I was working with them and trying to get them in studio. Really tough to manage artists. I tell my manager all the time, you're lucky, you're blessed you have me. And, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not being, he knows what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. you know? And I'm saying that for real because I wake up every fucking morning calling, ready to go, whatever's needed to be done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And other artists are like, oh, I got my girlfriend, I got this, I, I can't do this now. And yeah. I, you know, they don't understand. 
maybe their motivation for winning is different, man. Yeah. My motivation is like, I don't know why I feel this in me, man. I got, we, I got to build bigger from my, from, from what my parents have built. Of course. You understand? And I feel I've got that power. I've got yeah. that energy. No matter how how older I get, I just feel like my energy is still there. Thank God. And I yeah. think that is my driving force. So I never lose sight of that. But I think to each his own. And I learned sort of the hard way, you know, when I'm dealing with some of these artists, that they also have a point yeah. you know remember we talked about the new generation they have a style too yeah their style is yeah. to be respected of as course, well of mm -hmm. course i don't know everything i used to think like oh you you're young you're you know gen, gen z you don't know what you're talking about yeah. you know and i'm like but then but then you see them have you know millions and millions of followers on tiktok and they know what's up so you got to also listen and pay attention so i think the combination between my experience and theirs and what they're going through i think is the winning formula and i do take advice from them of course well. but do you even think okay for example like you even mentioned um that you also had your business mind right you right. have your creative side Correct. but you have your business mind yeah. do you find that um there's a lack of balance sometimes when it comes to artists yes trying to find that business side big time and just saying, okay, well, I'm an artist though. You need to find that balance, right? Those so, are the successful ones, guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, anybody who shines and you're seeing succeeding, they've got a business mind as well. Yeah. yeah. If you're just an artist, you must be genius yeah. in order to be recognized. Like if you're a Justin Bieber, yeah. okay, whether he had a business mind or not, I'm not sure, yeah. but it doesn't matter at that point. You're super, super talented. Your voice yeah. kills everybody. You're a super crazy dancer. You play yeah. the drums. Yeah. You're fucking incredible looking. Like what the yeah. hell? And then yeah. at some, some point, someone with a business mind comes and grabs you and says, okay, I'm gonna take you That's now. That's it. I'm gonna... So it's the right, it's serendipitous and, and, and you have the right manager for the right artist. But other than that, you know, people would say the same thing. They're like, but yeah, but look at the weekend, Carl. You should make music like the, or you, look, how come they're number one everywhere in the world? How come you're not number one everywhere in the world? Everyone's got their path, guys. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. wasn't born in, in Toronto yeah. like he was. I wasn't, I didn't have the experience yeah. of, of doing whatever he's done. Yeah. I did, man, I was born in Lebanon under yeah. bombs. Yeah, My yeah. parents left when we were three just to, to run away. My dad got shot in the back. Like, wow. we have different experiences, man. Yeah. So my motivations and everything, the way I act with people is different. But I, even that, even if you, if you tried to be like The weekend, you wouldn't have been successful anyways. Correct, you <laughs> can't you. do that. It's not, yeah. it's, that's his path. And people yeah. have to understand that you can't be the second weekend. You you gotta be the first Carl Wolf, yeah. you know, and no matter how it's successful or not successful, it, you are genuine. And the only time you will succeed, I feel, and when people will connect with you, at least forget yeah. about success, but people will connect with you is when you're genuine. Always, you know, yeah. that's it. Agreed. We preach that, bro. We right. preach that. We preach that. And, and I have a question now. Talk, also talking about this young generation, the way they're coming up and what they're doing. From what I read online and some people that I've known and seen, whatever. It seems that they are steering away from signing with labels. Right. And I always hear like, and even as they get bigger, like Tory Lane is always like, I'm independent, I'm independent. Right. Da, da, da. <laughs> what, what's your take on that? I'm the same way. I mean, yeah. I'm independent now. We bought yeah. all of my catalog back. Yeah. Lone amazing. Wolf Entertainment, which is this, yeah. yes. owns everything now. Yeah. So we're, we're making money from everything because on some real shit, we didn't make too much money from yeah. signing with a major label. Yeah. yeah. Only in certain territories yeah. when it was explosive, like when yeah. it was really huge. Yeah. But generally, they always have something where they send you some some accounting document that says we spent more money than we made. Yeah, and good something. luck trying yeah. to audit that. You know, they've got lawyer. You know, I'm not yeah. I'm not talking against that. Yeah, I'm just saying now, bro, I'm free. I do I ha I own everything. Africa, you, know, yeah. you name all the big hits, and they play around the world thousands and thousands of times. Facts, so we yeah. make our own checks. Mm. I think they're not wrong. However, you want to be sought out 
bye bye a record company. Course. That means your shit is working. It means you're doing good, That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. And, and if they give you a good advance, that means you could buy a nice house. You know. You know. So you got to think. You got to. It's like everything in life. Yeah. Like the vaccines. You, you, know, you got to choose your own thing for your body. Of yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no one size fits all. Yeah, interesting. But I think it's not a bad idea for for artists, especially these days. What, no label is coming after you, anyways. What kind yeah. of who, who are you that labels yeah. are coming you after? You gotta be fucking huge, yeah. like these days, massive. Yeah, one hundred. They're not coming after you unless you're massive. Mm -hmm. So if you get an offer from a label, make sure the label the, the deal is perfectly incredible and suits you. Yeah, that's how I see it. Fair. I yeah. want to ask you about. You just mentioned it um, that you were born in and under bombs. Mm -hmm. Let's say and and let's say it's a scary kind of uh, childhood to grow up with, yeah. right? So. Now looking back on that and where you are now in a very successful career, right. how have your parents taken that? How has your family taken that? Um, it's like a it's a super blessing, right? So how has that been for you? Absolutely, it's a, the, my story, man. One day I'm going to write a book about this. There's so it. much that happened, you know, and and family. You know, I never share my real stories, and that's one of my downfalls. Is I'm, yeah. I'm very private about my personal life, about my family life, and what we've grown up and what what we've done. Yeah. I I keep it, and I think. That's probably one of the reasons why I don't fully break open. You know, yeah. a lot of artists are very open about everything, about, about their, their story, about yeah. their downfalls, yeah. about their. I'm never. For me, yeah. it's always up, up. Carl yeah. is always up. That's <laughs> yeah. it. But it's not true. You yeah. know, there's there's many downfalls. Yeah. And my my family has gone through several hardships in in our lives, and I've managed to keep and be the breadwinner for the whole family for 15 years. Wow. That's so amazing. I took care of my my parent. My dad lost his business in in Dubai on some really bad situation Damn. and I sort of like said you know what dad and like, I got you I took wow. care of him yeah. and they, they live now in Montreal comfortably retired wow nice. understand? that's amazing so man. maybe I could have an extra Lamborghini in my life <laughs> but I took care of that instead yeah, you know? you so want, that's man. That's it's respectable, that's super what, respectable. Thank you. Yeah, but yeah. that's what life does to you and you have to navigate that. Yeah. Um, in terms of Lebanon growing up there, I was born there and I left when I was three. So I, I remember several things being in bunkers and things like that. And I know my dad was, you know, he was with me and he got shot in the back and we tried to run away from things. It was really wow, bad for man. them. For them. Yeah. So it didn't affect me in the way that my experiences, right? Yeah. Because they sheltered us. Mm -hmm. So we went to Dubai. We got a better life. Yeah brought us to Canada to immigrate, have a better life here. You understand? So we were lucky that we had that, that opportunity. However, for them, I do feel their stories and I do feel for them and what they've done, you know? Like of course. at the end of the story, my, my parents don't have much other than us. You mm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that breaks my heart sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's like he had so much promise and so many things going for him, but they lost things in the war, lost things. In, you know, that's where it hurts me and I want to fight hard. Yeah. Do you understand? That yeah. must be a driving force yeah. for you, man. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And now, and now, and now you, you, you said about the whole vaccine and then whatever, yeah. all that stuff. So in the, in our current landscape, right? The one that we've been in for whatever, almost two years now. Yeah. What does that look like for you as an artist um, trying to adapt and f find your way in this new landscape? And how do you think it's going to affect music and the industry going forward? Yeah, wow. I mean, you know, uh, digital online has been pretty much everything. That's our survival th yeah. these days. I, I, I'm not a fucking huge fan of virtual shows, man. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that. It's because it doesn't translate as well yep, you know I'm, I'm a guy that likes to, to energize the public mm -hmm. and i feel like through this freaking phone man you're not getting that experience of course so that's something that really bothers me creatively from that virtual but that's the reality um things are opening up look i'm, I'm optimistic now if yeah. you caught me like a year ago 
man, different, it was, it was yeah, a hard times. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. be honest. Like, yeah, was, I was down, man. I was. There was moments I wouldn't even write. I can't believe I came up with an album during this time. That's too. what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. saying like, TikTok saved me, man. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Get that sponsorship. You know what I mean. But you even <laughs> had an open mind enough to just go and do it, man. Like that's Facts. that's huge, right? Um, Facts. I want to talk about just some of the people that you worked with in the past and sure. had on your tracks, like. Uh, Timbaland, P. Rain, Three Six Mafia, Cardinal yeah. Official, like, yeah. bro, how how was that, man? Like, how how was this working with some some legends? To be honest, man, I did work with some legends. Yeah, I did work with some. So Three Six Mafia, amazing, Juicy J. Yes, Juicy, oh, yeah. we yeah. shot the video in Beverly Hills. Legend. We went. It was mash it up. I think. We yeah. Fuck yeah. shit up and mash yeah. it up. Yeah. Fuck shit up didn't work. Mash it up worked. <laughs> For example, in today's market, yeah. fuck shit up would work. Mash it up won't work. Would have worked. Yeah. So it's weird. Yeah. Um, he, he, great guy. Uh, we connected through um, a very good friend of mine, Danny Neville, okay. DJ Danny. Neville he's from from Dubai nice and he basically has like he's uh, he's the virgin radio guy yeah. there in, yeah. in, in, in Dubai so we always we since we grew up there as friends I told Danny at the time I'm like listen I'm gonna go control Toronto like control Canada yeah you control Dubai like yeah. musically yeah of course and then we will always have that he was yeah. like no I want to come to Canada I want to come I'm like dude trust me we stay, were kids you know yeah. I'm like stay let's take over yeah you know and today he runs Everything. Wow. Like Danny's the guy, you know, for Virgin amazing. Radio, whatever I yeah. need. You know, he's, he's like the resident DJ in the biggest club. It's called White. Nice. And it's like the biggest club, yeah. huge in yeah. Dubai. So so he's set up there and he's, you know, he's got all kinds of things, not just that. But so so it was cool. You know, he connected me with uh, Juicy J, 36 Mafia, and some other artists as well. I think um, Kali Buds wow. as well. Yes. Nobody knows I did that track yeah, with yeah. Kali Buds. Yeah. But, but. I think we just we put it to bed. I don't. Yeah. I don't think we ever released okay. a track with him, but we did record it. So um, Juicy J was awesome, man. We, yeah. we went hung out. He's crazy. He's wild. Yeah. He's a he's a smoker. Yeah, that, guy. Yeah. that guy loves his weed. My goodness. And this is a time where weed wasn't legal. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. you know. So and I'm not a weed guy. You yeah. know. So I'm from Dubai. You know, of it's course. different. I like yeah. my shawarmas. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> is there anyone you want to work with in the future? You know what? Akon and I always we toured like eight I saw times. you. I saw you guys yes. had some photos together. Yeah, eight times we toured. Yeah. Eight, like eight different shows wow. we met up in Dubai a bunch of times we've been friends for a long time you know yeah. and obviously we've got Cardinal as as friends in between yeah. and whatever but we you know I always told him let's go let's do yeah. this record man come yeah. on blow up so you know we've always had this back and forth it never yeah. it never worked so yeah I love Akon. He's just a great songwriter, and of his course. voice just lends itself so well to pop music. Yeah, yeah. like such a. He's into some next shit now, isn't he? He's he is. Doing he is. Some yeah, more but he's now. a real mogul. That guy's like, you know, he's, he's yeah. helping. He's helping business countries. Africa. Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing, doing the lights for Africa. Yeah, he's exactly. doing a lot of good shit there. Like, I have a question. Yeah. Have you ever been starstruck before? Has there ever been a time where you walked <laughs> in a room, you're like, "Holy fuck, I'm in a room with this person." Like okay, I would have never imagined. Michael Jackson. What? Come on, Michael Jackson. Okay, damn. Wow, when I was, I was not expecting that. Jack, Holy Jackson, shit. When I was a kid, we came into this elevator. At the, I don't know where it was. It was I don't know which hotel yeah. in Dubai somewhere. Mm. And he walked in. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And you know what stuck with me? I always say this story to, to, to a lot of people. It was a, a smell. The smell, the, like the cologne or whatever. Wow. That stuck with me. This is why I always, everyone's like, Carl, you have this cologne smell about you. Like there's always something. <laughs> it's it's part of an experience. Yeah. yeah. So I know that being an artist, and, and he was, I was a huge fan of Michael. Yeah, like, of course. Dude, the guy Damn. was the craziest dancer. Yeah. I, was, I would watch Thriller, yeah. the making of, you know, and I would just, like as a kid, just be like mesmerized at how, wow. how he put that whole thing together. Yeah. And I think partly that's why I love the wolf theme, and that's why I made my Wolf yes, in the Night with yes. Cardi. Like, it, it, I love that. You, I don't know if you saw that, but I had the jacket, the yeah, Michael yeah, Jackson, yeah, the other jacket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, and it was that moment that I was like, that was the only time. Other than that, I've never been really starstruck. 
What's interesting is I get starstruck more with females. I don't get starstruck with guys. Like I'm really? not like whatever, you know, yeah. I'm cool. But like when it when it comes to like girls, I'm like like girl famous girls, yeah. and I'm just like I don't know what to say. I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. I just freeze. Yeah, I freeze. Yeah, because I'm like I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Damn, Michael, I was not expecting you to say that. I thought you were gonna say like I don't know. I don't no, even know. I didn't king, even know. Yeah. I didn't expect that. The, the king. Yeah, no. The king. I put, out, I put out a story yesterday for, for some questions. Um, and it get... seemed like you had a lot of fans in Japan, bro. Done. What? Yeah. So, like, there's like, a couple people actually hitting me up saying, when when are you going to Japan next? I know. Is that a real question? That's a real question. question. Oh, for real. Yeah. yeah. When we can travel. And, you know, I think we're, we're there soon. We're yeah, close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, close. And, you know, with Japan, you need to have, they're very systematic. They're really cool. Yeah. They're really cool people. I don't know if you know. No, you've no. been to Japan at all. Never. I've been like four or five times. Wow. I performed there on Shibuya Street. Like yeah. it was it was crazy. It was like fandomonium. Like it was yeah. nuts. That's insane. And they, they loved the fact that I was Middle Eastern from Dubai. Yeah. As well as like like doing R&B and dance hall music. Yeah. Yeah. They love dance hall music in Japan. What? They that's love. Crazy. That's they crazy. That's crazy dance hall. That I would never you imagine. Never, you'd never, never think so. Yeah. So we did this concert once in Japan. And man, when I say put your hands up. It's like military, dude. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like this. They're like, I'm like, you guys are amazing. Yeah. Canada, I'm like, whatever. Get off the stage, asshole. That's crazy, man. How does yeah, it feel insane. to have like fans around the world like that? Because like, I got the first message from from a from someone from Japan. I was like, okay, maybe it's just like a, a one right, two fan, right, whatever. Right. Got the next one. Yeah. Then I got the third one. I'm just like, yo, this guy's got a fan base in Japan. Yeah. Japan. Yeah. Arigato gozaimasu. Yeah, you know? That's yeah, insane, man. Bro. Dude, so so here's the thing. Different countries. You know, ask for different Things. ways to, conti- to to communicate yeah. with my fans. Yeah. So in Japan, it's a certain you gotta you gotta be a person who respects cultures. Yeah. You know, yeah. in growing up in Dubai in a Muslim country, yeah. I'm I'm a Christian. Yeah. And but I grew up in a Muslim country. I had to study. You know, I studied Arabic. I read, write, speak it as well. English, French. It's amazing. You know, so I kind of have. You start to understand people. You know, you, I'm a very I'm a big peacemaker. Even though I'm a hothead, I'm a peacemaker. Yeah. And because I understand people's cultures, you know, yeah. um, and that's really crucial. You know. To 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 dealing with people. So yeah. even in Japan, it's a certain way you deal with them, you know. Yeah. And in Dubai, in the Middle East, in Egypt, it's another it's another way, you know. Um, Canada, yeah, different way as well. Yeah. Canada's more like Canada, U.S. You got to come across a little more um, rough, yeah, a yes. little more rough R and B, hip hop, yeah. yeah. boom. In, in, in places like in the Arab world, you could be a little more lovey, yeah. mm-hmm. soft guy music. You know, so even in my music, yeah. it changes. Yeah, you yeah. have to know where you're I'm at. Very, I'm such an empath that I can feel the vibes, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, it's like communicating with different audiences, right? Yes. You would know. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. It's a great skill to have. It's a great skill, but it comes from experience, right? That's it. Being in different countries and traveling the world and whatnot, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, listen, we're, we're, <laughs> hear, hear, hear me out here, all right? Just hear me out for a second. We're the MBH Podcast, Money Buys Happiness. Uh, we ask every guest, yeah. when you hear money buys happiness, mm-hmm. what comes to mind? What do you think? I think it's partly true. Yeah. I love the idea. I mean, it, it definitely buys security and comfortability, you know? Mm-hmm. So happiness can... So that's the thing. That's the tricky yeah, part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Happiness... Has to stem from you, man. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I have friends, you know, who suffer from anxieties and they're and they they, they have dysmorphia, body dysmorphia, yeah. and they're not happy with themselves. Money's not gonna buy any, maybe unless they do their, you know, yeah, whatever, yeah. right? Maybe. So there you go. That's happiness somewhere. But true happiness, I am truly happy. Mm-hmm. I am truly happy because it and it doesn't matter what happens to me. My parents always tell me, Carl, you're different than this guy and you're different than that guy. I'm like, nah. You know, and they tell me that I'm different than my brothers. Yeah. 
I don't like when they say that. They're, yeah, but he's not like you. Ralph is not like you. You know, Michael is not like you. I'm like, what? don't say that. What does that even mean? Yeah. I'm the same. I'm born from you guys. Yeah. But I am just super, super comfortable in no matter what the fuck happens to me. Bro, break my leg. Get, give me whatever. I'll still fucking crawl like Terminator yeah. to the fucking finish line with my hand yeah. up like this in the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of how I see it. Luckily, yeah. luckily, knock on wood, I'm always yeah. kind of super happy and content. Yeah. So other than that, nothing can phase me. Um, so I've had shit happen in my life. Good. I've had a lot of money. I've lost a lot of money. I've had uh, friends stole a lot of money. I never talked about that. Wow. A friend of mine, a close friend of mine, stole $130,000 from me. Ooh. I never put it out. This is like news. Nobody's ever... And he's out there. He knows who he is. Jesus. He knows who he is. Yeah. I'm messed sure me up in, in a time when I didn't, you know, I was doing okay. I had the money, luckily, and I had more money in the bank, but I didn't, like, it was crazy. He stole wow. $130,000, never returned it, and I, I tried to sue him for it, and, and it just, it just didn't Jesus dissipate. Yeah, close friend of 10 years. So, yeah, and some people who That's know tough. the story would know. Yeah. But, so I've had a lot of losses too, you know? But I keep it positive, man. I yeah. keep it moving. So money buys you happiness. It buys you comfortable life and, and security. But yeah. happiness has to come from with you, man. Yeah. Within you. That's it. Yeah, I read well that. Well put, man. Well said. Yeah. You have a good so, energy. You can tell. Yeah, you have good energy. You walk in. It's like, yo, this guy's hot, man. I just go all day. I got to, man. Go, go, yeah. go. I love that, man. And I'm so happy you guys are bringing out something, you know, because I never talk about some of these yeah. things. So this you is should, cool. man. You should. Yeah. You should, yeah. bro. Well, That's why I did this, too. You know, I'll be yeah. honest. You're like, it's, it's a little time I say some shit. It's a little bit of therapy here. Whatever you want, yeah, let's it out. I appreciate yeah. you guys, man. No, man, listen, it's yeah. been an absolute pleasure having you Thank on you. for real. I feel like uh, I feel like we definitely got to get you back on. Yeah, let me know. Uh, Make, we'll, next we'll, time, we got to talk about UFOs. I'm a huge. Oh, we'll do it just oh, a whole dude, UFO thing. I'm a UFO dude. freak. I studied the subject Stop. deeply. Okay. I've seen it, I've taken pictures of it. I've been. Okay, so we're okay, okay, yeah, working hold that, hold that. We're gonna, we're gonna get you, we're gonna get you back for some other, some other types of yeah, talks. We need to, you know? we need to, we need but to. no, man, seriously, appreciate you coming, Thank bro. It's yeah, an absolute bro. fucking pleasure. Uh, we'll have you back for sure. Keep up the Sweet. shit, bro. Like, Thanks, keep up the energy, bro. We all need it. Yeah, and I'm excited real. for our audience to, to check this out. Amazing. Right? Anyone wants to find you? Where they, where they find yeah, you? Everywhere is Carl Wolf with an S at the end. So K A R L W O L F S. That's every social media. Amazing. Yeah, easy. Awesome. Dean, on that note, we are out.